We all want some level of safety and security. Firefighters, construction workers, EMT. They're all there when you need them to help manage life's chaos. In retirement, you want that same level of safety, but who is there for you to make sure your money will last? Brian isn't just there in case of emergency. He's there so you don't have an emergency with your money. A safer retirement doesn't mean a boring retirement, but a prepared one full of the things that inspire you. This is Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker. Welcome to Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. I'm Mark Elliott. Also joined today by Neil Finning of Brian Decker's Joint, the Decker Retirement Planning team. Neil has been on the program before. Neil also is now just recently published in Kiplinger. Congratulations, Neil. Did you dazzle folks with your article? I try to. That's what I uh, that's what I seek to do. I'm also writing another article right now. So, What was that one about, the one that just got published? Uh, that was about taxes and um, things you should focus on to minimize taxes in retirement. And then this will kind of hit close to home. But my next article is about uh, interest rate risk. And there's a lot of that going on. And, and certainly, if, if the team at Decker Retirement, it's right in the title, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. They're here to help you come up with that plan uh, to really create your retirement strategies, whether it's income, investment, taxes, health care, legacy, estate planning, Social Security is in the income part, health care is in the uh, – or Medicare is in the health care part. A lot of moving parts here. And you can always go to the website to find out more, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. There's about a dozen things you could download, including Brian's book on retirement, the Decker Approach Book, the Three Principles of Retirement Book, Checklist Challenge, Sample Income Plan. Those are just four of the 12 things you could download on the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. And then there's a heading underneath that of Safer Retirement Education. That's where all those things are that you can download. No cost to you whatsoever. Uh, you find something you want to learn more about, you can go right there, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. Check out those things you can download. A lot of great information there. Of course, if you have questions about where you are on your road to retirement, it's 833-707-3030. No cost, no obligation to chat with the team. 833-707-3030. How are you, Brian? Good. How are you, Mark? Doing all right. Uh, we are going to talk about a lot of different things. Some of the things that Neil's writing about for Kiplinger, uh, we're going to talk about why the market is down and why we probably shouldn't just sit around and wait for things to turn in our favor for retirement, that now might be the time to start actually planning uh, regardless. Because if you let the government, Washington and Wall Street dictate your retirement, it may not be on the terms that you like. Would that be fair to say it's really about putting the plan together for what's going on now and then down the road as we project out? Fair to say, absolutely. So why is the market down, Brian? What's going on? Okay, so Neil, let's compare notes on this. Markets go up. Let's take that one. That's the easier one. Markets go up for three reasons. One is declining interest rates. So a declining interest rate environment means that, Neil, let's say that you're an investor. You've got CDs at... 15%, five-year CDs at 15%. How much money are you going to put at risk? None. Why would you do that? Right. Now CDs are at 5%, five-year CDs at 5%. How much are you going to put at risk? Well, I mean, it depends if that's what I need for retirement. We'll probably consider it, but I know with inflation, that won't be enough, especially inflation hitting 8.5. So I'm probably going to move a fair amount of that towards risk. That's right. So the lower interest rates go, the more you feed into the risk markets, correct? Exactly. So a declining interest rate environment is one of the reasons we have interest rates 
or uh, stock markets going up. The inverse is also true. Rising interest rates, uh, this is my, I'll never forget, uh, Neil, Kane Hall, Econ 101 at the University of Washington, 500-something kids in there. The econ professor always says all other things being equal. So all other things being equal, you have um, a, a declining interest rates pushing markets higher, and you also have the opposite true. So we have we now have in 2020, August of 2020, the ten-year Treasury was at 0.47 percent. Right now, the ten-year Treasury is pretty close to three percent, isn't it? Yeah, almost three and a half. Okay, now with uh, um, the second reason markets go up is higher corporate earnings. So increasing corporate earnings, um, you have better, uh, higher earnings and higher price to earnings. Um, uh, higher earnings produces higher uh, share prices. So the opposite is also true. We had the first quarter come in negative. The definition of a recession is two back-to-back -back negative GDP quarters. And so um, the expectation isn't for Q2 to be negative, but um, there's some talk about recessions coming up. So do corporate earnings generally increase or decrease in a recession? Decrease. That's right. So that's the second thing that used to be a tailwind that's now a headwind. The third reason markets go up is an accommodative Fed. The Fed has made um, a couple of different stimulus programs that were supposed to be short-term but have lasted forever. Uh, one is quantitative easing, so where they're stimulating the economy and putting money in the markets by buying, oh gosh, what is it, Neil, like uh, 80, 85 billion every month of mortgage Yeah, purchases. it was somewhere around about 90 billion. Yep. And then uh, they also started modern monetary theory. Modern monetary theory is a fancy name for printing of money. And the third stimulus is all the things coming out of Congress, the stimulus packages. I think it's pretty close to $5 trillion last I counted, right? Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. It was three, and then I think they did another two. So those three reasons that used to be tailwinds are now headwinds. We have a Fed that is raising rates, so interest rates are uh, going up. The Fed is removing their uh, punch bowl, um, so they're not accommodative. And then you have corporate earnings that are expected to be going down. We had uh, some earnings announcements recently from Target and Walmart, uh, where those stocks took a big hit recently. So. What other things are causing the markets to go down, uh, like geopolitical concerns? Are there any anything else? Yeah, I mean, you're looking at huge supply chain uh, risks across the board, especially with the Ukraine war kind of tying up energy prices from uh, Russia. So everything's going to increase in price as it takes longer to ship and more expensive fuel costs. So there's a few major caveats on top of interest rates being hiked. All right. So for all those reasons, that covers why the markets are going down. Now we should probably talk about um, how what what can be done if rising interest rates in the retirement plan, what can be done to protect your portfolio? 
And of course, if you have any questions about any of this, you can always get a hold of the Decker team uh, just by giving them a call at 833-707-3030. Inflation, rising interest rates, you're nervous, you don't even really know what to do. Well, that's what the team at Decker Retirement is all about, is helping you come up with a plan for your situation. It's all about you. It's 833-707-3030. All right, Brian, go on the other side of what you were just talking about. Markets went up, now the markets go down. Now what? Okay, so Neil, in your in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, markets take a 40, 50% haircut. Are you bothered if you've got a nice steady paycheck coming in? I mean, I'm not thrilled, uh, but you can keep rolling that into your 401k, do some dollar cost averaging. Um, you get the recovery of it, so that works fine. The the real position you got to worry about is, you know, your proximity to retirement. So even in your, well, you're right. So it if you're in your early 50s, I should say, and you're retiring at 65, that gives time for the markets to go down. Year and a half, lose 50%. Every two weeks, you're shoveling money into your 401k. Takes four or five years to recover. Boy, late 50s, you actually benefited from that, right? Yeah. That seems to be the general progress. Okay. So now you're 65 plus, you're retired, you've got your nest egg that you're going to draw from for the rest of your life. Now that goes down 40 or 50% and you're drawing money from it. Have things changed? Yeah, that's a huge problem. That's a sequence of return risk. If you want to take a look at that, uh, when you actually end up getting a major uh, pullback or bear market and you're drawing from your portfolio, not only does that hurt your bottom line, but it also creates a problem for you later in your retirement. So there's a mathematical principle that if you draw income from a fluctuating account, you compromise gains when markets go up, you accentuate losses when markets go down. And we saw in 2009 millions of people going back to work for this very reason that Neil's talking about, um, sequence of return risk. And when you draw income from an account that's down 40 or 50 percent, that that's de- that decimates your retirement fund. So a lot of people showed up at uh, Walmart, banks, fast food. That wasn't their original retirement plan, but they were forced to do so because uh, they they had invested using accumulation strategies. Accumulation strategies is a typical 60-40 portfolio that uh, where you buy and hold, you write out the markets, banks and brokers purport and recommend this um, we at Decker Retirement have a different approach. So Neil, take us through what we do in distribution planning and how the rules are different. This is this is going to be a long answer here. Yeah. So I mean, it's the the transition from accumulation to distribution um, is one that you got to focus on when you go into retirement, and that's really changing your mindset to to realizing I'm not no longer making those you know monthly. Uh, two-week contributions to your 401k. In fact, it's the opposite. Now you're starting to take those distributions. So you've got to start to figure out what income you need to take. And so planning your income using something like a distribution plan. So you can say, okay, over this period of time, I'm going to take this much income becomes a huge uh, transition from, okay, this is how much I'm going to be contributing. Um, And if your plan is to still use those stock assets, well, as we talked about before, right, sequence of return risk will uh, accentuate those losses on the way down and compromise your recovery on the way up. So you've got to really shift your mindset to thinking, what is the income that I need to focus on to build out so that I have a successful retirement? And another point on this is, uh, as we talked about, the interest rates going up, 
now we're now we're seeing uh, if we're using a 60-40 portfolio, right? Stocks are getting hit, and then bonds are also taking a hit because those yields are going up because interest rates are going up. So it's kind of a double whammy. We just wrote about this this week. The average bond fund, the TLT, um, which is representative, Neil, does it surprise you that it's down 20% year to date? Not at all. Uh, back in 2018, when interest rates went up, if you had bought TLT at the end of that period, you would have made 20%. So it's talked about the inverse is also true. Okay. So when banks and brokers tell you to put your safe money in bond funds, that works for, for in two environments. One is when you're getting at least 5%, I don't know, maybe somewhere close to uh, being over the CPI, the consumer price index. Um, and the second thing is when you make money as interest rates go down. When interest rates are this low and going up, you have the worst of both worlds because you're not getting much. And then on top of that, with interest rates going up, you're losing money. How can, well, the banks and brokers will call that their safe money because they've done that for 40 years. But from 1940 to 1980, the 10 year treasury went from 2% to 17% in 40 years. And whoever held bond funds during that 40 year period, they lost a lot of money. They were hurting. So here's, here's the deal. We're going we're gonna to take a break. We're going to come back and keep continue our discussion with Brian and Neil of Decker Retirement Planning uh, more about this. And, and some of the things that maybe you should be thinking about, uh, because when there, there's no question with the rising interest rate environment, should you lock in depending on, you know, if you're getting money from a, an investment, but and, and you, you would say, well, I just want to keep that 3% or 5% interest rate, but the interest rates are going up. So when you're buying a house, you want to lock in the lowest in, you know, interest rate possible. Well, when you're dealing with investments and the interest rates are going up, you don't want to lock in at a lower rate than they're going to pay you more down the road. So a lot of moving parts here that Neil and Brian are going to uh, try to help us understand what we should be doing at this point. Of course, you'd like to talk with the team about where you are. Some of the questions or concerns you have, 833-707-3030. There's no cost. There's no obligation to chat with the team at Decker Retirement. 833-707-3030. More with Brian Decker and Neil Finney. Right after this, this is Safer Retirement Radio. Confused on when to take Social Security? Give Brian J. Decker a call at 833-707-3030. This is your captain speaking. We're expecting fair skies, a smooth flight, and about a 85% chance or so of making it to our destination. So sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the rest of the flight. Would you stay on that plane? Of course not. Well, do you have a retirement plan where you probably won't run out of money? You need a plan that no matter the destination, you'll get through retirement confidently. Brian J. Decker at Decker Retirement Planning has been helping families retire for more than 35 years. He can design a plan to help you get to your destination as comfortably as possible, even if Wall Street or the economy causes some turbulence. Set up your visit with Brian J. Decker at Decker Retirement Planning to start working on your retirement plan. 833 Get a plan designed to allow you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the retirement you've worked so hard for. 833-707-3030. Firm offers insurance services. Decker Retirement Planning, Inc. is a registered investment advisor in the state of Utah. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. You're listening to Safer Retirement Radio. If you like what you hear on today's show or have questions, Drop by DeckerRetirementPlanning.com or call 833-707-3030 to talk to Brian. 
Glad you're with us today for Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker and Neil Finning of Decker Retirement Planning. You can always go to the website to find out more, uh, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. And of course, on that website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com, there's a heading called Safer Retirement Education. You can go right there. There's like 12 different things you can download, including Brian's book on retirement, the Decker Approach book. There's the three principles of retirement book, the checklist challenge sample income plan, are just a third of the things you can download right there on the website. No cost to you, no obligation whatsoever. It's DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. Questions? 833-707-3030. If you just want to talk to somebody and go, hey, here's some of my concerns. What do you think? 833-707-3030. 3030. I'm Mark Kelly. Glad you're with us today for Safer Retirement Radio. Brian, I was trying to explain variable interest rates, and I have no idea how to do any of this because I just talked with you and, and Neil today on the program. So can you explain when the rising interest rate environment that we're in, because if you're buying a house, you wouldn't want a variable interest rate environment now because your interest rates are going to go up on your house. You lock it in at the lowest you can get. But in the investment world, you probably don't want to lock in at a lower interest rate. If you make money on the interest, you'd want to hire. Can you explain all that? Sure. So this is what we were going to talk about. So instead of just talking about a problem, we want to offer a solution. So Decker Retirement and Distribution Planning, one of the things that we offer to uh, zero out interest rate risk. And interest rate risk, Neil, define interest rate risk and define how we ladder principal guaranteed accounts so that we can zero out interest rate risk and take it from there. Yeah, so not to get too technical on uh, interest rate risk, which is based on duration. As interest rates go up, the value of your bonds depreciate based on the maturity that they're at. Um, and so the, the inverse is true, as we discussed, as interest rates go down, um, a similar envir- environment, it'll also appreciate. Um, but with distribution planning, what we want to focus on is um, short-term maturities along with hedging interest rate risk in the long time frame. So when we look at your distribution plan, we want to plot out income 10, 15, 20 years down the line so that we make sure that that's all set aside for you so that, you know, worst case scenario, the market gets cut in half, doesn't matter, right? Because you're going to continue to get that income for that period of time. And when we look at what we use as uh, the distribution plan, we want to focus on things that principal will not diminish. So we want to look at something that also provides good yield, a potential variable uh, return, so that over time we're able to outperform uh, those simple short maturities. So that's what we really focus on as um, part of our distribution planning. Now, people, Neil, don't know what they don't know. And you would think that if 10 years, 7 to 10 year uh, corporates, agencies, municipals, um, CDs, agencies, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, Sally Mae, all those fixed rate investments, seven to 10 years, the best you can get is three and a half, four percent. Is there Are there things out there that keep up that are principal guaranteed? This is key. So three things. This is the holy grail of safe money. One, tracking above the CPI, the consumer price index, which right now some say is around 8%. Two, provides income, and three, provides a principal guarantee. Does such a thing exist? Such a thing exists, and we uh, review them every month to make sure that we know what's the best item out there. And, I mean, right now we're getting between 7 to 9% return on those longer-term maturities. Yeah, it's pretty ideal. So this is, this is important for people to know because well beyond what the bankers and brokers offer, there's a whole new world out there that 
people that are fiduciaries to their clients. Um, in a rising interest rate environment, Neil, let's say in a laddered principal guaranteed account where you have cash bucket, where you've got a three-year bucket, a five-year bucket, a seven-year bucket, a 10-year bucket, and then you've got the risk account that of course goes out about 20 years. In that environment, markets go down 30 or 40% and you're retired. How badly are you hurt in your emergency cash um, that you have at the bank? Have you lost any money there? No, haven't lost money there. Haven't lost about, money on bucket two. Haven't lost about, money on bucket three. Well, people don't know what those are. So how about in your three-year, five-year, seven, and 10-year principal guaranteed accounts? Have you lost any money? Haven't lost any money there. Okay, how about, wait a second, how about the risk managers? Um, we don't know how they're going to do in the next downturn, but how have they done in 2000, 01, 02, 08, and the recent downturn of 32% in five weeks in 2020 when COVID hit? And this is what's really cool and I get a little giddy about, but uh, we've actually appreciated um, during that period of time. Those, those accounts are available recently. Are they brand new? Is it new technology, something that just came out? No, the, they've been around for 20 years. I mean, these are things that nobody really talks about, but are a great opportunity. And on that point, if we're looking just purely at a pie chart, you're missing out on a huge sector of investments that we can use to actually ensure that you have a successful retirement. Okay. Um, and I mean, if, if, when we talk about insure, we've got to make sure that we, we set everyone up uh, to help accomplish their goals for sure. Um, but we can't ensure that they don't outspend their, their income that we produce. But Neil, what about, um, what about the other, parts of a distribution plan. So rule number one is to have a plan, right? Isn't a pie chart a plan? Tell me, tell me if that's true and why it's not true if it's not true. A pie chart makes sense if you're in the accumulation phase um, because you're looking to kind of hedge your bets and uh, get as much return as you possibly can. It doesn't make any sense when you look to retire for all the points that we've made before. Um, if the market's going down, right, you accentuate those losses and you compromise your returns on the way up as you've uh, continued to distribute from that account. So what you want to do is you want to separate your two investments, one for what you want to produce income, have that protected from market changes, and then what you want to put towards risk. You also want to provide downside protection so that if the market does go down, uh, you know, worst case scenario, you don't get much loss there. Um, best case scenario and what we've seen in the past is actually appreciation during that period of time. Okay. Hey, there's another thing. I'm going to take a, a kind of a off the reservation point here, but on the distribution plan, <clears throat> one of the things that I really like, Neil, is let's say you, you're 65 married, start with 1.2 million in retirement plan. That's separate from your pension, your rental income, your, uh, your social security. But at 1.2 million, you carve out about 70%, 70, 75% of your money that's coming back to you in the first 20 years, correct? Yep. And then you leave 25, 30% of that money to grow for 20 years. What I love about what we do is in many environments, um, you have that original 1.2 back in 20 years that you started from refreshed and ready to re-hit again in your later years. You just needed to give that 
uh, 20, 25, 30% of that money 20 years to grow to replace the money you spent in the first 20 years. I just love that. It's kind of a, a refill. Um, so another, another point, Neil, that I just want to point out, um, a lot of people say, well, buy and hold has worked for a lot of years. Why wouldn't it work now? Um, and they have a difficult time making the adjustment from uh, accumulation to distribution. How do you talk people through that? Yeah, that's buy and hold makes sense if you're still accumulating assets and you can use your paycheck to to fund your needs, your regular cash flow needs. But as soon as you retire, that that's a huge paradigm shift. So we're no longer in a situation where, oh, I can wait 10, 15 years for that to come back to even and then sell it or uh, have it appreciate because you're using those assets or you need those assets to, to fund your retirement. So what a lot of people come in um, to do is when we look at their distribution plan and we look at what, you know, a 20% drop, how that'll affect their income, it doesn't really make sense to continue to hold through that period of time because we go from, you know, a very successful, more income than you actually need in retirement to kind of just skirting right by or, or perhaps, you know, not being able to retire anymore. So if we're looking at it from just a pure buy and hold strategy, well, that doesn't really work because we can't distribute those assets to you if they're down 50%. We can, but those assets are mostly, you know, cut in half, right? So what we got to focus on is transitioning to something more conservative, something where we can produce income without concern, and then we can, you know, leave whatever over to the side to invest and grow. Neil, two minutes to tell the audience what the number one fear of people over 60 years old is running out of money before they die. They look at a pie chart and they have no idea how much they can draw. How is distribution planning different in alleviating that fear of knowing how much money you can draw? Because we can show exactly the amount of money that we can draw. Um, it's, it's a huge change in mentality. I mean, I can't stress that enough. Uh, when you when you think about where you're getting your income from when you're working, I mean it's easy, right? That's my W two. It's my 1099 if you're you know, a private contractor. But uh, when you're in retirement, it shifts. It's now you know my money needs to sustain my lifestyle, and the distribution plan allows us to to show that amount of money that we can draw. And Neil, something else, we're being very conservative. We don't show them exactly. We show them conservatively. How much money they can draw many many cases they're getting advances and increases each year right exactly yeah we want to err on the the side of being conservative just so that we know that we got it covered and you know anything that comes in on top of that is icing on the cake so as you that was neil finning brian decker asked neil the question just so you know because you're on radio you can't see him uh, but there's a lot of moving parts your accumulation phase your working years much different than your retirement years the distribution phase now you're pulling money out of those iras 401ks real estate annuities whatever you have uh, you're pulling money out the markets go down you've got an issue if that's the only money you have just like neil said you lose 50 percent and you're pulling out five now you're down 55 percent. that obviously that doesn't work to make your money last as long as you need it to so give the team a call at decker retirement if you have any questions or concerns they're here to help it's eight three three seven zero seven thirty thirty eight three three seven zero seven thirty thirty there is no cost there's no obligation there's no pressure there's no judgment the team is here to help they just don't know if they can help until you reach out eight three three seven zero seven 
3030. More of Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker and Neil Finning of Decker Retirement. Come back with us. We're back in one minute. If you're unsure of what your future in retirement looks like, give Brian a call at 833-707-3030. Welcome back to Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker and Neil Finning of Decker Retirement Planning, both published by Kiplinger. Uh, You can find out more about the team just by going to the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. And, of course, on that website, under the heading of Safer Retirement Education, there's a dozen things you can download. Brian's book on retirement, The Decker Approach, uh, Three Principles of Retirement Book, The Checklist, Challenge, Sample, Income Plan, are just four of the 12 things you can download right there on the website. No cost, no obligation for you. DeckerRetirementPlanning.com under the heading Safer Retirement Education. Of course, you have questions. And we're talking a lot today about the difference from your working years, your accumulation phase, to the retirement years and your distribution phase. Different plans are needed in whichever phase you are in. Uh, You can always call the team if you have questions, 833-707-3030. I'm Mark Elliott. Glad you're with us today. All right, Brian, we're going to get into really more about the planning itself for retirement, I think, right now in the second half of the show. Yeah, let's dive into, Neil, three key principles to how distribution planning is set up. Do you want to hit those? Yeah, so, I mean, to start and kind of what we've touched on before, right, but um, diversifying uh, investments with a purpose. And what I mean by that is when we do a distribution plan, we want to know what investments we're using for income and what investments we're using for growth or the the risk buckets. Um, And that leads into the next principle, which is you want to draw that income, that income bucket that we set aside um, from principal protected accounts. And what I mean by that is that if the market were to, um, you know, take a major hit, well, that doesn't affect your income because worst case scenario, you're not getting a return during that period of time. Um, and then the, the most important part of it, right, is the, the main principle, which is to use a distribution plan so that you can diversify with a purpose um, and then use those uh, principal buckets to produce that income. So um, those are the main principles that we look at uh, when we build out a retirement plan for people. Okay, so let's take these one at a time, Neil, the, to diversify your investments with a purpose. If, there, if you were to draw a triangle or a pyramid, on one part you would put uh, liquidity, another part you would put growth, and another part you would put safe. And you can get two of the three for each of the types of investments. For example, CDs are safe, but they're not really as well safe and well they don't have liquidity they don't have liquidity right so it used to be when interest rates were higher we would call it growth now not so much but cash is liquid and it's safe and principal guaranteed accounts that you mentioned are uh, available with seven to nine plus percent average returns those are growth and safe and the stock market is uh liquid and growth. Is there such a thing as a guaranteed principal liquid uh, 8% return investment? Not entirely. Um, there, There's the ability to, to have some withdrawal advantage on that, but there's nothing out there that's, you know, entirely perfect. So you, you don't, you don't get all three is, is, uh, is what you're saying. So you when don't you don't divert- get all three. So when you're diversifying investments with a purpose, 
there is a reason to have cash and liquid investments. But if all your cash is liquid, that's going to hurt you, right? So because you're going to get growth. Yep, you need growth, and you need growth until markets crash, and then you want to you want to make sure that you have laddered principal guaranteed accounts. What and they're laddered because as money matures, you want to actually. Let's talk about this. This is using um, this is using compound interest to our advantage in a distribution plan. Um, think of John and Jane. Uh, you know that sample plan where. We show how in the first five years you draw from the lowest earning account that gives five years for the three higher earning accounts to grow and compound more than offsetting what they drew. Do you remember all that? Oh, yeah. Well, in in comp in using compound interest to your advantage, Neil, how, talk us through how you, in a, using a distribution plan, how you can actually make money in the first 10 years while you're drawing income from the lower earning accounts. Make that, for our radio listeners who can't look at any charts or graphs, they're just hearing us, try to verbally paint that picture. Try to articulate it? Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Um, so what's really great about a distribution plan in drawing from those lower earning accounts uh, that have a lot of liquidity, so when we talk about diversifying by um, risk or purpose, uh, we wanna have that liquidity up front. That leaves 10, 15, 20 years for that other side of the plan earning a significantly higher return to pick up all the slack. And so if we're looking 5, 10, 15 years down the line, uh, we actually see in a lot of cases the, the accounts appreciating value during that time, even though we're distributing you know, a fair amount of income right up front. Um, and that's the value of compound interest is that if we just kind of focus on each piece and put them in there with a purpose, then then we're able to use these other sides uh, of the distribution plan to accumulate a lot of that value. So when we draw income from the lowest earning accounts first and we deplete those, we're actually allowing the higher earning accounts to grow and compound more than offsetting uh, what they've drawn from in the first five years, let's say, for example, in our sample plan with John and Jane that we give out to clients, um, it shows an actual increase because the three higher earning accounts grew and compounded more than offsetting what they drew from the lowest earning accounts. And after the first five years are done, then they uh, account number two grows for five years, pays out for years six through 10, principal guaranteed. And during that second five-year period or the first 10 years in this example clients uh they're drawing 500 almost five hundred and fifty thousand dollars uh out of an account that started with what was it neil 1.4 million and uh it actually ended up growing because the we kept the money in the higher earning accounts longer um and so that allows us to grow by using compound interest in our favor. But distribution planning in to diversify investments with a purpose also includes that where you've got uh, that principle of drawing money from the lowest earning accounts first. Um, next question on when you draw income from principal guaranteed accounts, Neil, what happens when the markets go down 30, 40 percent? I know we talked about this before, but I want to dig deeper on this. Yeah. I mean, you don't see a haircut. That's really kind of the value of the principal guaranteed is that 
uh, worst case scenario, we, we don't diminish those assets, right? Other than what we're drawing for income, um, what you put in is what you're going to get out. When you, we talked about fear number one, fear number one of people 60 and older in the United States is, is running out of money before they die. You know, fear I thought number that number one fear was uh, public speaking. It used to be before 2008. Did you know that? And that's when it switched. Um, that makes a lot of sense. After 2008, the number one fear of people was, uh, is still running out of money before you die. The number two fear uh, is the fear of these stock market hits. Now, if you're drawing income from principal guaranteed accounts, is that your number two fear in the United States? No. I mean, if That's you're consistently getting income from that account, there's there really should be no concern for uh, your where your income's coming from. And that's part of the you know value of that distribution plan. Right, right. Okay. So Neil, on the three principles of retirement planning, did you have um, a hard time transitioning from the pie chart to distribution planning? Did you see any train wrecks in 2008 um, uh, as you transition from the pie chart and having, because I know you were like me, you were trained in the pie chart, weren't you? Yeah, the pie chart gets drilled into your head uh, whenever you go into the industry. Um, And a lot of people get, it's the sequence of return risk is uh, is a major risk to, to think about, especially for people retiring. And if your plan is to only use a pie chart that splits assets between bonds, which in a rising interest rate environment will depreciate, um, and stock, which in a rising interest rate environment will also depreciate, then you're creating kind of a perfect storm of uh, negative returns for your portfolio. And what what made the, the Decker approach so appealing is that we're actually looking to set aside uh, the assets, principal guaranteed, to, to get that income coming in consistently, regardless of market returns. And, and we have a great fa- uh, great avenue for returns with the risk bucket. So if the market does go down, we actually expect that to return positively over that period of time. So overall, I, I, there's just using a pie chart is a dangerous tool um, when we're getting into an environment, especially like this. Yeah, well said. All right. Um, so but would you guys, act- you would, you would say though, if you're in your twenties, thirties, forties, probably the pie chart is not a, I mean, that's, that's fine, right? It's retirement though. The pie chart's not a, a key to. Exactly. Correct. All right, go ahead, Brian. You, you, you got a couple more minutes if you'd like to go. I think I want to start on the six key parts of what we would call, and Neil, you chime in of what we would call a successful retirement plan, a successful retirement plan, according to uh, Decker Retirement Planning has six key parts. Do we have time to start on that? Why don't we just take all six in the next segment? Okay. I think that would be good. We'll put it all together and we'll talk about the six key parts to a retirement plan. And understand that everybody's situation is different. And, and Brian and Neil and the team at Decker Retirement, when you come in and sit down, it's all about how can they make a plan that is all about you and your situation. There's no cookie cutter at Decker Retirement. It's about whomever they're sitting down with. Do you need more growth? Do you need more safety? Do you need more liquidity? What do you need to make your retirement better? And how can we help you? 833-707-3030. Again, is the number. No cost for this at all. Uh, the team's here to help. They just don't know if they can until you reach out. 833-707-3030. Come back with us. We're going to talk about the six key parts to a retirement plan with Brian J. Decker and Neil Finning of Decker Retirement Planning. Back in one minute. 
Are you afraid you'll run out of money in retirement? Give Brian Decker a call at 833-707-3030. From the pitch, swung at a little too soon. Strike three, you're out. To the joke told at the wrong time. To barely missing your connecting flight. This is the final boarding call for flight 109 to Chicago. Timing is everything, and the same can be true for your Social Security benefits. Take them too soon, and you could leave a lot of money on the table. Take them too late, and you might spend down too much of your savings. Everybody's situation can be different, but taking your Social Security benefits at the right time is important for your retirement success. Brian J. Decker and his team at Decker Retirement Planning understand Social Security and can help you make decisions that are best for you and your retirement dreams. Call Brian at 833-707-3030 to start optimizing your benefits. With Social Security, timing is everything, so don't delay. Call Brian J. Decker at Decker Retirement Planning today, 833-707-3030. Firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Decker Retirement Planning, Inc. is a registered investment advisor in the state of Utah. You're listening to Safer Retirement Radio. If you like what you hear on today's show or have questions, drop by DeckerRetirementPlanning.com or call 833-707-3030 to talk to Brian. Glad you're with us today for Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker and Neil Finning of Decker Retirement. You can always go to the website to learn more, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. Also, on DeckerRetirementPlanning.com's website, there's a heading, Safer Retirement Education, where you can download Brian's book on retirement. There's no cost to you. Decker Approach to Retirement, the three principles of retirement book, the checklist, challenge, sample income plan. Those are just four of the 12 things you can download right there on the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. And, of course, if you have any questions about where you are on your road to retirement, 833-707-3030. I'm Mark Kelly. Glad you're with us today. And Brian and Neil are going to delve into the six key parts to retirement plan in our final segment. Brian, take it away. All right. I hope uh, if people are listening on the radio, they'll pull over because this is worth writing a note. Um, the six key parts of a final retirement plan we look for. Number one is to have a plan, a pie chart. And Neil Fenning has spent, uh, he clearly articulated how uh, a pie chart is just a description of how you're invested. It's not a plan. So if you can picture an image, uh, a spreadsheet where you've got uh, your Social Security, you've got your pension, you've got any rental income, You've got uh, portfolio income where we total it up minus taxes. That's, and then there's annual and monthly income with a COLA, cost of living adjustment to age 100. Clients love it. They love seeing how much money is, uh, is projected or estimated that is going to be coming in. And we estimate very conservatively. So you have high confidence that that number is going to be that or much, much better. So the first part, Neil, I think is having a plan. Would you agree? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, the second part, and Neil, you're an expert in this, is tax minimization. We try to be thorough in our high-level strategies that we employ for tax minimization. I mean, I remember the numbers, Neil, and you're you're a, an expert at this, but I have the numbers drilled in my head on the power of the Roth conversion, a uh, 60-year-old, $1 million IRA uh, at age seven. It grows at 6% a year. We did this as just a sample. Uh, imagine a 60-year-old, $1 million IRA growing at 6%. 
And at age 72, he pays the current uh, tax on required minimum distributions. We killed him off at age 90 for this study. And then he paid in his life $670,000 in taxes. And then in uh, with his children, his beneficiaries, he passed on uh, his his IRA, and with the SECURE Act, that requires them to pay off the rest of the required minimum distributions over 10 years. That was 730000 total of almost $1.4 million in taxes. He netted $220,000 net to his beneficiaries, net of all taxes and fees. Contrast that with someone 60 years old, they convert IRA to Roth, Pretty aggressively, 225000 for the first three years, and then 50000 a year we convert from IRA to Roth. A Roth account um, at age 72, he's completely in a Roth, which grows tax-free, distributes income back to you tax-free, and passes to your beneficiaries tax-free. His total taxes paid is $390,000, a savings of over uh, actually a little over About $1 million. million. And then he passed on $4.1 million tax-free to his kids. The contrast is incredible. And Neil, that's, that's probably the biggest benefit that's offered for tax strategy is definitely the Roth. Would you agree? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's applicable to most people. I mean, if you've saved any pre-tax assets, there's probably an opportunity to, to do those Roth conversions there. And I mean, we we really need the distribution plan to to map out those incomes so that we can look at that Roth conversion schedule and figure out the most efficient way to do that. So yeah, if you're no, wondering, not- so if you're wondering if a Roth conversion makes sense for you, and and understand that the tax law that went into play in 2018 ends in 2025, and in 2026 we revert back to the 2017 tax rates and brackets. A great time to talk with the team at Decker Retirement. Eight three three seven zero seven thirty thirty. Uh, no cost for this chat, 833-707-3030. Brian and Neil going through the six key areas of a retirement plan. Number one, have a plan. Number two, optimize income after tax. You got four more to get to, Brian. Risk reduction, reduced taxes, portfolio optimization, and liquidity. And you're down to your final nine minutes. I think you can do it. Okay, I'm going to hustle. But tax, Neil, we could spend probably a whole uh, hour on the tax minimization strategies. I mean, there's there's several there, but let's just say we we try Easily. to be very. I love that stuff too. So yep, uh, I mean we've we've helped people uh, take rental income and and have it be a tax free income stream. We've helped people uh, have huge capital gains where they uh, we can wipe them out and create a tax free income or a taxable income stream for the rest of their lives. Uh, plus a huge credit that uh, that they get. I mean, there's ways that they can pay no capital gains when they sell a company, low-cost basis uh, stock. Um, I, I just love the things that we've been able to help people do. Um, but let's get into the second thing, and that is ta- uh, portfolio optimization. We do our homework. I'm really proud of our guys, Neil, that on a monthly basis, they go through the Wink database and they look and see what the highest earning principal guaranteed accounts are. What are we seeing? We did this this morning for cash accounts. What are some of the rates that you're seeing for cash accounts right now, FDIC insured? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're pushing up the 1, 1.15%, which haven't seen for a few years. 
If your cash isn't earning over 1%, that would be a reason to call. And with the 7 to 10-year CD rates at 3.8%, what are the highest rates that we're seeing in a 3-year and 5-year principal guaranteed rate? Aren't we getting close to... 3.95. Yep. Yep. And then on the 7 and 10-year, you mentioned earlier in the show, those are averaging over 7 and 8%. So those are the returns on principal guaranteed accounts. And we do that monthly and per state to make sure that we're seeing the highest earning principal guaranteed accounts offered from banks and insurance companies. And then we do the same thing for our risk managers. We want to make sure that our clients are using the highest earning risk managers available. So we go to the databases there too. Um, and time will allow me to dive into all the detail that we do to, to uh, uh, sift through those. But we are using managers that are computer trend following that are able to make money when markets go up and they're designed to make money when markets go down. So in retirement, you can't afford a big 40 or 50% hit. So in markets like this, um, we're pretty close to even in the markets that uh, the NASDAQ is down, has been down as much as almost 30%. Neil, let's talk about uh, portfolio optimization. So when we have portfolio optimization, we are doing uh, rule number four, which is income optimization. How often, Neil, do people come into your office hoping that they can get X per month? They're just hoping, fingers crossed, and you come up with Y, and Y is much bigger than X. Yeah, I mean, it happens almost every time uh, somebody comes into the office, and that's what's really cool about our process um, is that we can look at a portfolio, you know, 1.4 million and, and structure out income that's, you know, around the 8,000 mark per month, right? So um, it's it's an unbelievable opportunity for us to, to talk people through having a successful retirement and in some cases actually retiring earlier than they thought. Good, good. Okay, the last two are um, fees. Neil, when it comes to the average American retiree, um, what do they pay in the United States on average for their pie chart portfolio? About 1%. 1%. And what is the typical management fees on a complete portfolio with us? Yeah, well, we do. Uh, we charge about 0.3%, so 30 basis points um, on a whole portfolio. That's about average. So about a 70% reduction in fees. That's huge. Um, okay, we have time to let's spend time on the last portion, which is huge, and that's risk reduction. Right now, most people have a 60-40 portfolio. Neil, what is the average person at Decker Retirement? What's their average exposure to risk? Uh, 25 to 30% on average. So 70 to 75% of their money has no risk on average. And then we also lower their risk by having no interest rate risk because we don't recommend bond funds, right? Exactly. And then we also lower their uh, portfolio volatility more by using um, uh, risk models that are designed to make money in up or down markets. So risk reduction is something that we, uh, we, we go a long way in lowering their uh, quantitative risk and their volatility risk, and we eliminate their interest rate risk. All right, Neil, we've got three minutes left. I shorted you, Neil, on the time that uh, we could could have spent a whole hour on. 
spend three minutes on some of your favorite tax strategies. Three of my uh, favorite tax strategies. Um, all right, I'll give that a shot. Uh, to start with, got to focus on the distribution plan because that's where we know what income will be coming in. And most importantly, from where the income will be coming in, whether it's qualified or non-qualified. And so what we can do is actually, once we know the amount that you're getting in income, uh, Roth conversions, probably the most widely applicable to everyone. But there's some advantage that we can do uh, to take Roth conversions more efficiently. One, there's something called a net unrealized appreciation. Uh, and that's where you're able to use a concentrated stock position in your 401k, take a distribution of that at its cost basis. So that eliminates a huge amount of income potential down the line. Uh, and then another one, uh, charitable remainder unit trust. So we're able to actually create a, a stream of income for the rest of your life, eliminate any capital gains on a highly appreciated position, whether that's stock or a house or a business, um, and then also get a large tax credit. And what that credit allows us to do and kind of goes back to the first point I made is do a large Roth conversion so that we can create a huge uh, tax rebenefit for you and your heirs in the future. Um, so those are a couple strategies that I really like that come out from tax planning. Okay, Neil, there's one that I know that is a favorite. Um, tell about people that have uh, company stock in their 401k. Yeah, that's the uh, net unrealized appreciation. So let's say hypothetically you work at Microsoft and you have, you know, a Microsoft stock in your 401k. You purchased it in your 401k for about 100000 Now it's grown to a million dollars. So we can actually distribute that, pay income taxes only on 100000 and then that leaves that 900000 in capital gain that you have to be a capital gain in your brokerage. Um, what you can do with that too is tie that into something else like a charitable remainder trust. And so not only have you taken that distribution, significantly reduced the income obligations that you have in the future, but now you can actually do um, a crut to create uh, that tax credit. So that whole thing was tax-free and you can do a Roth conversion with the remainder. All right. So as always, Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning he covers a lot of ground. And Neil, we appreciate you helping us out today. But both Brian and Neil have a lot of knowledge, as you can understand. And it's all about you coming up with your retirement plan. The safer retirement process is what they use at Decker Retirement Planning. Income, investment, taxes, health care, legacy, estate planning, Social Security, Medicare. It's all in there. There's so many moving parts. And it can get really complicated. You have a rising interest rate environment, so it makes bond values go down. Then you get the markets dropping. Now what do I do? I'm, that's where all my money is. It's an IRAs and 401ks. It's all in the market. Retirement planning is different than your working years. The accumulation phase is much different than the distribution phase. And that's really what Decker Retirement is all about, is your distribution phase. How do we set it up where your money won't run out before you run out of life? That's really still the number one fear amongst retirees. Well, here's the deal. Give them a call. There's no cost to chat with them. you got concerns. you got questions. Ask them. They'll give you some answers. 833-707-3030. 833-707-3030. Brian, Neil, appreciate your time. Uh, enjoy the rest of the weekend. Have a great week. You too. Thanks, Mark. Decker Retirement Planning offers insurance services. Investing involves risk. 
including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Decker Retirement Planning is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable. But accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Decker Retirement Planning. This radio show is a paid placement.